So greetings from Book Expo America. We're in the Omnipress uh, section, which Omnibus. is Omnibus 2600. And I bumped into Monty A. Melnick, Hello. who happens to be a, a fellow Queensite. Yes, yes. Uh, Forest Hills. Forest Hills, Forest Hills and I'm from Bayside. <laughs> so Monty wrote a book called On the Road with the Ramones. It's a beautiful book. It's, a, it's an incredible book. Bobcat Books. Um, which is part of the music sales group, who's actually been on the show before, uh, are the publishers. Uh, it's actually a book with a ton of pictures, great content. This is the kind of book that, even if you're not a Ramones fan, I think you would truly, truly love, especially if you love rock and roll. Now, there's a mysterious likeness to you on the cover yes. in the form of a gentleman driving the bus. Um, he's also wearing a baseball cap like you are. <laughs> smiling, look. Look, look. So you can see that right radio. So, so what was your? I, I know we talked about this in pre-production, but I kind of know the answer. But what was your association or affiliation with the Ramones? Well, I was the Ramones tour manager from beginning to end, over 22 years, and I actually knew Tommy Ramone from the, my younger days, and I grew up with him, and we had bands together before the Ramones with Tommy. So, so let's talk about it. what was your what was your band? Because I think there was some pictures about your early rock and roll. Well, days. I was in a, one band I was in called Triad with Tommy, and then another band called Butch which had uh, Jeff Salen, uh, the great guitar player from the Tough Darts. Tommy Ramone was on uh, the guitar player also. And uh, Harry, who plays with the Sick Fucks still today, and myself, we had a band called Butch, and we played like uh, all the crazy venues, like the, uh, what was that hotel that fell down? The, that hotel that fell down? Oh. Uh, well, well, Mercer Arts Center. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we played there and uh, lots of places around New York, well before the Ramones. I was a bass player at the time. Okay. Now, so you, you were in bands, and then how did you become involved with the whole Ramones situation? Well, uh, we, uh, I was with Tommy for a while, and he split off, and did, he went into like recording engineering stuff, and I played with other bands. Then I got involved with a, uh, uh, somebody that wanted to build a rehearsal uh, recording studio on 20th Street, not far from Maxis, Kansas City, 20th Street and Park. Yeah. So I uh, was brought into the project to design and build the place, and I brought Tommy in with me. So we, we designed this place called Performance Studios, and, and, we, and, for, and we built it, and we got time for our own projects. I had my bands at the time, and at that time, Tom was just uh, producing and managing the Ramones. So he brought the Ramones in on history time, and uh, I saw them working with the, uh, with the Ramones, and they did some showcases there, and they asked me to do the sound, and... Uh, for them at the performance studios and uh, then all of a sudden they started getting a few gigs outside they like why don't you come out with us and do sound with us and CBGB's and the other places they started getting all these jobs and the place had to close down because of the neighbors and they all of a sudden took off and got the, all these jobs all over the world so I just kind of moved on to like doing uh, sound for them first but everything in the beginning it was tour, you know, roadie driving and sound and, and the bigger they got the more people I was able to hire worked at the road manager and eventually up more schleppers up, <laughs> up to tour managers so I worked my way up over the years wow what was the most surprising element of being on the road for you surprising as far as what <laughs> uh, just you know here you are you're on the road you know was well, it was it the climb up of fame yeah, was it was it was it great the first time you like listened to a record over like the radio and you're like wow that's us well it's just a matter of like all, just getting gigs in all different countries and playing you know England and France and Germany and Belgium and just going to all these places that you never probably would have gotten to otherwise and having you know the people that enjoy that what the band was like and you were being involved in the whole thing and being going to other countries is amazing what 
Didn't you, we were talking about this in pre-production. You were saying that the Ramones were actually bigger overseas than in America. They were, because they, they didn't get the proper radio play in the United States. And they kind of like tainted by the Sex Pistols. Who were, when they came to the States, they kind of were like wild, crazy, and nutty. And the record companies didn't like them. And so the radio stations in the, in the, in the United States really didn't want to play the Ramones a lot. So they didn't get a lot of radio play. And overseas, they got a lot more radio play. And they were a lot, a lot bigger. Okay. And one of the things that we were talking about before we were doing the recording here, oh, by the way, this is Richard Solomon, 88.1 FM, uh, WCWP. And uh, I'm talking to Monty A. Melnick, the author of On the Road with the Ramones. Uh, one of the things that you were saying uh, in, in general was sort of whole, the whole um, tour thing. And you were talking a little bit about um, how the Ramones are more famous today. Yeah, because, you know, well, even they, though they haven't, you know, some retired, of them are no longer alive. Well, they retired in 1996, and after they retired, uh, Joey died, and then they got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Then, then Dee Dee died. Then Johnny died. Now, and they died young. Yeah, yeah, early, late 40s, 50. That's early. Yeah, yeah at least well, by my standard. For me, <laughs> just having somebody I work with all as you're dying and not around is kind of scary. Um, so all these kids that were fans of the Ramones over the years, they really just big fans of the Ramones, finally, after the Ramones retired, they got into positions in the corporate world where all of a sudden the Ramones started getting soundtracks of movies, TV commercials. They never got any of that when they were around. You know, they, they, people didn't want to touch the Ramones and it's TV commercials and, and soundtracks and all that. So they became so big that they're so they're, they're so big now that, that my, my line is, if the Ramones were this big when I was working for them, I would have gotten a big raise. <laughs> I mean, they're so big now. It's like they're bigger than ever now. I mean, everybody, everybody say Ramones. Oh, I remember Ramones, Ramones. Oh, absolutely. It's like crazy, you know? I but, guess this is what we were talking about before, you know, Picasso and all yeah, those famous yeah, artists exactly. never got to know that their paintings were selling for $50 million a shot when they were alive. But the, the strange thing is, but they had the... They had the fame overseas. They could have been a lot bigger here in the States, like a Green Day or Nirvana or any of those groups that really made a huge and sold a lot of albums. The Ramones could have done that in the States if they got the proper radio play and pushed the, the other groups. Were they just too far ahead of their time? That's the problem. I think they were. Were they just too unusual for what... Exactly. The, at, the time, the, at the radio station and the record companies, the, even when we traveled in the early 70s, we went to hotels, and I looked behind the hotels, and there was a little note, Ramones, wild and crazy, watch out. You know, because the, the Sex Pistols had this... Uh, but the Sex Pistols really were wild and were, crazy. But, they, but we got grouped into the whole, you know, punk rock, Sex Pistols, Ramones. They got out of crazy and, and out of hand. But well, they weren't. They were just, you know, we're just working and doing the thing. They, they never went along with the, the safety pins or spitting or, you know, bleeding on stage but they got sucked into that whole thing in a bad way that they, yeah, they got, got typecast they got held yeah, back. they got totally typecast yeah, but in, you know overseas they were a lot bigger like especially in argentina they were like superstars we played the uh, 52,000 seats arenas there but they were like bigger than the president of argentina at the time they went it was insane so they got a little touch of what it was like to be a huge band but over there not here in the states where they could have been pretty big a lot bigger if they didn't have that what would you say was... Uh, that would have gotten a big raise. There you go. Well, <laughs> hopefully... By the way, go out and buy this book because it'll make up for the big raise. <laughs> it's the on the road. It's done by John Holmstrom, by the way. You know, John Holmes from Punk Magazine. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Actually, I do. So the, my idea was that I had to... I work with eight different Ramones over the years. There's only four at a time in a group. 
Right. But over the years, there were eight different Ramones. So I, had, I came up with a, an idea. I wanted to have a cover. So most covers is, look, the band, four people, the band, four people. And these, by the way, the, the other books that we're looking at, because you can't really see this, are photographs. And this is not a photograph. This is actually artwork. Because, yeah, uh, he, he, so I came up with the idea of like, like putting all the Ramones... There's eight different ones. Can you name all eight Ramones? No, I can't. Oh, no. bad, bad, bad. No, no, I, I can't. Have to study my book. But at least I'm honest. <laughs> so I can name you. There's me and eight Ramones in the van. We're driving out of CBGBC, and we're driving out in New oh. York. There's the pinhead. Stuff's flying off. And that, that, that we talked about this. Right. Well, no, and not on the radio. Oh, that's there's right. a little this. secret. On the front of my book, there's a, uh, a road sign saying 2,263 miles to go. Do you know what that means? Well, I do now. Okay, that's how many concerts the Ramones played during the entire time that they were in concerts. And they're all listed in the back of my book. So if you right. went to a show, yeah, went to a show... Uh, 1980, somewhere in January, you look in the back and say, oh, yeah, definitely. Port Chester, New York. I, I was in the third row. Oh, <laughs> on the right. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no, I was just kind of just joking around. I was happy around. Don Holmes decided to do the cover for me. How long did it take you to write this? Because I'll tell you, unlike a lot of the other books that I've seen, and I'm, I'm not trying to be critical, um, there's a lot of very rich content. There's a tremendous picture of lots of photos, oh, uh, a lot of content, um, you know, story and quotes, uh, you know, just the whole... The whole thing. I mean, this this obviously must have been a labor of love. It was. It was also more of a cathartic experience for me to get things after all those years kind of out of the way. And I really couldn't have done it when Joey or most of them were alive because there was stuff I had to say in the book that I really didn't feel comfortable. But, you know, Joey passed away, so I had the opportunity to do the book, so I, I did the book. And it really tells a lot of stuff. And it's also an oral history, too. I get a lot of other people involved. The good thing about oral history is that uh, I let them say the bad things about other people. So somebody says, "What'd you say about me?" And I said, "I didn't." He said it. I didn't say it. Of course, it's still my book. But you know, <laughs> you, you get any flack from anybody about what was may have been left yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. No, well, that, not left out. More of what, what, what was in it? Yeah, yeah. A, you, get, you write a book, you get flack because everybody has their own way of looking at history, and uh, they it doesn't always agree with. You certainly have some really interesting stuff here. Like, for example, this I guess is the gravestone of D.D. Ramon. Yes. Whose real name was Douglas Glenn Colvin, C O L V I N. And what can we put there? on the bottom of his tombstone, it says, Okay, I gotta go now. He was famous for that. I don't know if you remember the end of End of the Century. He goes, Okay, I gotta go now. And he walks up the hall. And that's what he always said that a lot because he don't like to go get away from people. Okay, I gotta go now. So we put that in a book. We put that in. Also, the interesting is the lyrics to one of his songs here, if you can read Oh, that. I can see that. I feel so safe flying away on the biggest. Trails above. There you go. Highest trails above. Highest trails above. That's one of from from one of the songs. His, oh, wow. his his wife put that on and made a very nice tombstone. And he's buried in Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And there in the same cemetery is this Johnny Ramone statue. He's not actually buried. Oh, I saw the picture. Yeah, there you go. And that's a big tourist attraction there now in Hollywood. Well, but know, he's Diddy's buried there actually, not far from him. But Johnny's not buried there, but he has a monument there, which is a very big, big attraction. Yeah, it's funny. It's sort of like uh, you know Jim Morrison. In exactly, Paris, exactly. it's like that. It's like he's bigger than some of the, the more notable historical figures. And once a year, his wife has a uh, they have a big show there. They play a movie or something, and they have a big because it's, it's one of those cool uh, cemeteries. They do events there. They do shows and movies. So Somebody's got to pay for the groundskeeping. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Now I did notice like there's some cool trivia here. Like if you were to go to the corner of East Second Street and Bowery in New York. You'll see that it's called Joey Ramone Place. Right. Yeah. Joey Ramone got a so, sign in New York. It's amazing. It's actually, it was stolen like three times. They finally put it up high <laughs> enough so they can't get to I it. I guess it's rabid fans. <laughs> yes, three times they stole the sign. <laughs> you know? There's Tommy. 
He's doing bluegrass now. The original, the only original member left, Tommy Ramon, my big pal. He does the forward for my book. Okay. Now he has a great bluegrass band called Uncle Monk. Oh, Uncle Monk. So check that out. And of so, course, there's the, uh, Marky has a serious radio program. And, the band, and then my book, I got the update book. I put what everybody's up to. It's Clem Burke. They got finally got into the Hall of Fame with the Blondie. Clem was Elvis Ramon. He played two shows with Ramones. And, uh, you know, I talk about what Richie's doing and stuff like that. What CJ's doing. Wow. So this is see, see that's just really kind of nice about a book like this. And of course, there's the Ramones Simpsons. Exactly, the like, Simpsons. Believe it or not, at, at at Book Expo America in, I think it was DC. I interviewed um, Phil Ortiz, who draws a lot of the Simpsons characters, uh -huh. and we talked a lot about some of the famous people who appeared in cartoon form. Because you know, the Who was in yeah, there. No, there's a whole bunch of people. people. Yeah, they, you know. how about it was nice enough to get the Ramones in there. It's got a piece of history, you know. It's great. So now, how did you get? Uh, so, so who gave you this? Was it a Matt Groening? Yeah, one of the when they did it, they gave a bunch of things out. That's that's actually awesome. Um, is there a website that people can go to or MySpace? On MySpace and Facebook. Monty A. Mellon, just look up that. You'll okay. find Let me spell that for everybody out there, because you know people, you know, yeah, are, that's cool. okay. It's Monty is M O N T E. Okay. His middle name is A. A period. And Melnick, M-E-L-N-I-C-K. Right. So the book is called On the Road with the Ramones. This is the updated edition. That's it. it is published by Bobcat Books. And uh, you need to get it. And if you're a Ramones fan, you totally need to uh, take a look Something at it. you can't live without. You know? And what's kind of nice, for me at least, is it, 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 it's almost like, a, you know, rock and roll history. you got pictures of, um, you know. That's John Holmes from Pass. He did one of his cartoons. Oh, wow. You have, you know, tour pictures, you have pictures of, you know, uh, concert announcements, backstage passes. Well, that's what know. I was lucky enough that most books don't have so many pictures. I was lucky enough they let me put in, like, over 250 images and things from my collection that is very unusual stuff you don't really get to see. So you don't even have to, have to know how to read the German book. Just <laughs> flip through the pictures. Well, believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, I went to, I don't know if this is related or not, but I went to the Jack the Ripper Museum in England. And what was interesting is they showed that the newspapers in those days only had pictures. And I asked, I said, how come it's only oh, just pictures? And they said, because no one could read back then. So the only, the only words were like the name of the newspaper and the rest is pictures. So... So go out there. Any any uh, parting words or any comments about uh, that you'd like to share about you, what your life was like in rock and roll and how this touched no, you? No, I mean it's all in the book. I just like to say hello to everybody. Hey ho, let's go! All right, there that's you go. That's a little factor. That the, that's a funny factor though. Hey ho, let's go. The Blitz, the Blitz Creek Bop song is now a big jock rock song. So you go to most stadiums, which is crazy. crazy almost in a hey ho, let's go. It's in jock rock albums. So right. you hear the Ramones in the baseball game. It's like. Amazing. Well, know? that's like that song, you know, do, do, do. Hey, you know, like the same thing. Well, we you know? will, we will rock. Exactly. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, but the Ramones got into the jock rock. Oh, well, do, all you the think, people to be jock rock. Well, do you think Freddie Mercury would ever think, you know, God rest his <laughs> soul, that, you know, he would be yeah, at, like, Giant right. Stadium? Or, or Gary Glitter. Or yeah, or any of those guys. So, again, uh, On the Road with the Ramones. This is Rich Solomon On the Road. Uh, TCBradio.com, 88.1 FM, WCWP. We will be back in a minute.